Hey there, I'm Tiffany. I'm a registered nurse with eight years experience and the Nursing Student Diaries podcast is all about helping nursing students make it through the crazy challenge called nursing school. My hope is you leave this show each week feeling empowered and encouraged to take on whatever nursing school throws at you. Nursing school can be tough, but you, my friend, are tougher. Let's do this. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. I am excited about this week's episode. It's about online learning success tips and tricks. So if you are currently in the online learning environment or you're thinking about going back to pursue an additional degree on an online program, hopefully this episode will help you out. Um, I did my BSN traditionally through the in-person classroom clinical setting. And then I transitioned when I did my MSN program and now the DMP program, it is all online in the virtual environment. So I know how it can be a bit of a change if you're used to that traditional style. So I figured I would put an episode together um, about some tips and tricks that have helped me personally um, in the online environment and then may also help you. So let's get started. The first thing I think is very, very important in the online environment is that you need to get organized. Um, The online environment is extremely self-paced, which is awesome because you can kind of fit it into your schedule um, with work, with just other personal commitments, but that also means you have to get organized and have really good organizational and time management skills. You can't just put off all of your assignments and projects till like one day. Trust me, it will not work out well for you and you'll be super stressed. So to get organized is the first step. Um, Make sure you have all your needed supplies, which sounds silly, but make sure you have a computer that works, you have an internet connection that works, you have all your login information, your passwords, make sure you have the right textbooks and whatever materials um, your professor may require. You also need to know how to access that online classroom and how to navigate and find all the information. Every online classroom is different and it does take a little bit to kind of get used to like where to find your assignments, where to find your due dates, just how to navigate, how to post discussions, how to submit your assignments, how to find the information that you need each week. So I would recommend, uh, usually with my program, we get access to our classroom, I think a week or so before classes actually start officially. So we get that chance to kind of get in there and just look up all the information that's available to us, check out the syllabus, make sure you know how to post and everything. So I definitely recommend that if your classroom or uh, school does that, to kind of go in there and just play around with it to make sure you're comfortable with it. You don't want to get in there the day of an assignment's due and not know how to submit your assignment because then you're just setting yourself up for failure, for stress, and you don't need that. So if you get organized, get in there beforehand, that's a great thing you can do to um, help make you successful. Make sure you read your syllabus and make note of assignment due dates. This is so much better than having a huge paper or project sneak up on you. Sometimes the professors in the online space, they will not remind you of assignment due dates. Um, I know that when I was in my BSN program, the professors, every time you went to class, would be like, hey, remember, next week is our big test, or in two weeks, you have your paper due. They would remind you a lot, which was helpful, and sometimes in the online environment, they may make an announcement or just a post to the classroom, hey, this is the week that your project's due, and I've had some professors that don't. These professors trust that because you're in the online environment and it is self-paced, that you will remember and be organized enough to know when the assignments are due. So they may not, 
um, remind you that some things do. So this is why being organized and having good time management skills is really important. Episode four was a deep dive on time management. So if you feel like your time management skills need a little bit of tweaking or improvement, I would suggest that you check that out because we, like I said, we do a deep dive on it and there's some helpful information in there. So tip number two to be successful is to set up a dedicated space. Another great aspect of the online learning is that you can do it anywhere, but you need to find out where is best for you. For some people, this could be a corner of a coffee shop, uh, maybe at your local library, your kitchen table, even a home office. Sometimes just on your couch is good enough for most people. They can actually be successful there. Make sure you have all your materials in the same spot so you're not going back and forth to find things like your textbook or your notes or your laptop. I find that an area with minimal distractions helps me a lot. I have my own desk and an off-bedroom area in my house, and that's where I do all my work. When I lived in an apartment, I lived by myself, so I mostly just utilized my kitchen counter. But I did have all my textbooks in a pile, my laptop was sitting there, I had everything I needed. Like I said, minimal distractions, good lighting is also important, you don't want to strain your eyes. An area that you can just feel productive in. And like I said, this will be different for everyone. Maybe people like that coffee shop background noise, so that's what works well for them. Maybe you need complete silence, which is why a library works well for you. Sometimes you can't find that dedicated area in your house for whatever reason. You have a spouse, you have kids, you live with other people, you have roommates, you have pets that constantly want your attention while you're trying to work. So sometimes going out and finding a space is good. It's hard because, you know, if you go to an actual university that has the on-campus environment, you can utilize their library. But in the online environment, a lot of these campuses are in another state that you aren't in, so you can't actually utilize that physical space. So just trying to figure out where you feel the most productive is going to be very, very helpful for you. So once you get organized and you figure out your dedicated space where you're gonna work, I think it's very important to figure out your individual learning style. So we're gonna go over the seven styles of learning really briefly right now, but I would also recommend to do a deeper research on these styles of learning just to figure out how you learn best. So the first style is visual. Obviously this is seeing things drawn out, such as graphs, charts, mind maps. Maybe these are the people that see a concept and have to draw it out make a chart or a flow sheet and that's how it works in their brain for them to retain the information. The second type is auditory. So that's listening and hearing information such as a lecture, such as a podcast, um, maybe a video. These people learn well by listening. The third type is verbal. These people learn by reading, by writing notes. They use wordplay or memorization devices to help them understand information. The fourth learning type is physical. These people learn in a hands-on environment. Instead of watching someone do a task, they learn as they're doing it physically. The fifth type is logical. These people like to recognize patterns, connect concepts, that's what helps them learn. The sixth type is social. These are people that may thrive in the group or a study group setting. They rely on interpersonal connections to help them learn. And then the seventh type is solitary. These learners work best alone, no distractions. They like to be in their own thoughts and own patterns to figure out information. So that was just a quick overview of the seven learning styles. 
there is much more information to be found out there about them. So if you think that one of those styles sounds like how you learn best and you want to know more information, I would recommend doing a deeper research on it. There may be some tips and tricks on these different styles of learning and how to retain information. So now that you've gotten organized, you've gotten your dedicated space, you've figured out your style of learning, now it's time to begin your coursework. So the next step is to schedule and plan out your semester, your class. I recommend to schedule out blocks of time to work on assignments. Online does not necessarily mean it's easier. It usually means there's more writing and more research. Researching these topics takes time and you might need more than just one day a week to complete assignments or just a few hours to complete an assignment. Maybe you need to take a block of time each day to work on things. Maybe your schedule works where you can take a whole day, a whole eight hours to work on stuff, whatever your schedule allows. The biggest tip I would suggest with scheduling and planning things out is don't assume that you have all the time in the world and wait until the last minute. As we all know, day by day, things come up. That's fine. Curveballs, roadblocks, what have you. So this is why it's important to schedule and plan your time out. So in case these things come up or for some reason you can't work on your assignment a certain day, that way you still have time and you're not waiting until the last minute. If you're waiting until the last minute, this obviously can lead to stress. And if you have questions about an assignment, it might be too late to reach out to your professor. So say your assignment is due midnight on Sunday and you wait until Sunday at 9 p.m. to work on it. Your professor may not be available at 9, 10 o'clock at night especially if they're in a different time zone, to answer your questions and to help you out. So that's gonna be stressful. That may lead to you having a bad grade. So scheduling and planning out those blocks of time to make sure all of your assignments are in and completed by that due date will help you with that. Another tip that I find extremely helpful is to communicate with your professor. As I said before, your professor may not be available at all times. Just because you're in an online environment that the classroom is available to you 24-7, you shouldn't expect your professor to answer your questions or be available 24-7. This is still like a real-world classroom. They have set office hours. They have set time where they go into the classroom. This is their job. You know, you work your job 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. or 8 to 5 or whatever it is. You're not available work after work hours and your professor is the same way you shouldn't expect them to be available after their set hours your professor will likely provide their preferred method of communication and how to contact them sometimes it's an email or even a cell phone number and they will usually tell you what times are best for them to be contacted at i just recommend to please read and follow this you don't like to be called during your days off or your time off of work and neither do they even though they are there to help you get through this class and through the program, they still have to set boundaries and it's important for the students to respect that and to follow those. I also think having a relationship with your professor can grow to a mentorship and can lead to recommendations for jobs or just having a mentor to help you during your program. If you establish a good relationship with your professor for the first class of the program, they're gonna be there as a resource for you to contact and to ask for help with throughout the program. So they are typically a wealth of knowledge with years of experience. So I don't think there's anything wrong with having a good relationship with them and reaching out to them right away instead of only reaching out to them when you have questions or have an issue. With that being said, your professor is a good resource to help understand information, but you also may have to seek out additional education to understand some topics that you may not understand. 
you might need to go past your textbook or the materials that they've recommended for your classroom. You can utilize the library and the search options. You usually have a librarian or two or three with your program that's assigned like to your actual specific program. So for example, my education institution has three nurse librarians that are specific for nursing research. I find them very helpful and they are also full of information and they know how to utilize the research system so well that they can give you some examples. Like if you are having a hard time finding research to back up your current paper, reach out to them and ask them for some tips and tricks and say, hey, what am I searching wrong that I'm not getting this information? Again, this is a good reason why you shouldn't wait till the last minute to do all of your assignments because they can take a little while to get back to you as well. But I do recommend asking those librarians for assistance because I have done so in the past and they're very, very helpful. You can also use Google, YouTube videos. There's plenty out there to explain concepts and topics. And those may be very helpful resources in addition to your textbook, to your library, and to your professor. So the last tip I wanna go over is to seek out community. With the non-traditional online classroom setting, you're not actually physically going to class where you can meet people, where you can establish those connections, those friendships and relationships. This is you in your classroom environment and it can feel kind of isolating. Um, I recommend to check out any Facebook groups. I know that my university, they have their own DNP program Facebook group and I've found that really helpful. We'll post in there, hey, I'm having a hard time with this topic, what do you guys suggest? And I think that's really awesome. You can also just connect with others in your class. Sometimes there's a way to chat with classmates in the online classroom or there's a specific discussion board for questions where you guys can go in and help each other out. Maybe on this discussion board that's classroom wide, you can ask the question, hey, does anyone want to start a virtual study group? So that's a good way to help connect with each other because like I said before, that's part of the real life classes that is sometimes missing in the online environment or maybe a little bit more difficult to establish. Some people, as we said before, they work well or learn better when they're in a group of people where they have different ideas coming and going. You're all going through the same thing, the same class, the same program. What helps you may also help someone else. You might also get a different perspective on a topic that you're struggling with when you get information from a different person. I just recommend you are all here together doing the same thing, just help each other out. There's no competition. You're all going through the same classroom and you may think that your question about a, a project or an assignment is dumb. It's not. There may be another person that has the exact same question and they're just waiting for somebody to bring it up. So any way you can create that community, seek out those connections is just going to help you in the long run. So to wrap up this episode about online learning success, remember to get organized, get all of your materials, your textbook, your computer, your internet connection, make sure you know how to access that online classroom, set up or pick out your dedicated workspace for your assignments, figure out your learning style and how you learn best and utilize that to help you be successful schedule and plan all those assignments, your blocks of time where you're gonna work on them. Communicate with your professor. Establishing that relationship, as I said, can be helpful not just for the classroom, but beyond throughout your whole program. And remember to seek out those additional education to help you understand topics you may not understand beyond your textbook. Utilize the library, the librarian, YouTube, and seek out community. 
connecting with others in your class may help you be better. As I said before, you may have the same question as someone else. You can use both of your minds to work together to find the solution. And somebody in your classroom may have a different perspective on a topic than you do, and that may help you understand it. I hope these tips are helpful for you. I know that they've been helpful for me in my journey through the online program with my MSN and now my DMP. Let me know. As always, my Instagram is open, at Tiffany Gasai. DM me. Let me know if any of these helped you. And I wish you all the success in your online class. Talk to you soon. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please post it on Instagram stories and tag me. My Instagram handle is at Tiffany Gasai. Also, feel free to DM me on any topics you want covered in the future. Talk to you soon.